I know with myself in marketing, it's a minefield. There is everything and anything I have to be doing. What advice do you have for um, a business owner around the marketing sphere? What should we be doing? That is really key in this day and age. You know, we have to know how to how to do that. That's the silver lining. Oh, so we use both golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. Just pop yeah, it out. The golden yeah, nuggets. Like golden that. nuggets. For us, you know, who work for ourselves and create our own, you know, we carve our own paths. We have that unique opportunity to align everything with our passions. Welcome to the Sisters That Slay podcast, featuring Mim, Fez, and Beef also known as Miriam, Talitha and Ferial. We are three sisters building our mini sister empire and bringing you on the journey. We're passionate about learning and growing from those that have been there, done that, ticked the box, won the prize and have the scar. Real people, real stories. We uncover their secrets to how they are living their best lives and push through their lows. Dream the impossible and make it your reality. One life, the critics. You've got a sisterhood that want to see you slay. Welcome. We are live with a very special guest today. Woohoo! Nick Henry <laughs> Jones. Yeah. You got Fer- Miriam here. And hey, I'm Ferial. And Nick, give us a shout out. Say hello. Hey, hi everybody. So Nick Henry Jones has a business, Market Me Marketing Australia. She's a powerhouse woman and she's also an author and we're going to hear all yeah. so many tips today. Can't, love to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Now, how like how we like to start out is a little getting to know you game. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ferial, do you want to ask the first yes. question? We've just got a few questions to just so the audience gets to understand you a little bit better. Yes. Now, I always think the best question to ask is who is your celebrity favourite crush? Favourite celebrity? You know, Tom Cruise really <laughs> let me down. He was like the biggest lie of the last generation. <laughs> like that whole roast dinner thing, just like, really? So I'm going to have to go. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I really have to go George Clooney because, ooh, ooh. mate, he just gets better looking yeah. every single grey hair he grows. Mm. Um, and he's about the right things like coffee and yeah, world awesome. change and that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely Clooney. And Good your one. perfect Sunday, what does that look like to you? Perfect Sunday. Gosh, my Sundays are all over the place. Uh, perfect Sunday would be a sleep in, breakfast in bed, um, get up, beautiful spring weather in the Adelaide Hills. Um, you know, maybe a stroll down for um, a walk somewhere down a Pandorf or somewhere like that. And then you're just chilling out at a winery with, you know, friends and family in the afternoon. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Now, we're all about the real life. So what does an actual day <laughs> look like? In Nick Henry Jones' life. Wow, that's all over the place too. (laughs) Um, Look, I try and get up at five in the morning. I do five to seven. um, And then I get my kids up. We do the school morning, the breakfast, the get ready for school, school drop-offs, all that kind of thing. Um, And then at nine o'clock, I get back to the office, work through till 2.33, go and pick the kids up. I come home, do homework, afternoon tea. uh, And then when everything is calm and settled, I head back to my office um, and keep going, stop for dinner. And then generally kids in bed and I go back to my office again to do some development stuff or stuff that I want to do. So it's a bit full on. Yeah, You're she a slays. super woman. Wow, yeah. I'm exhausted just <laughs> listening to that. You slay. Shout out. <laughs> well done. And your favourite quote? 
Just do it. You. I reckon we just gotta do it. Yeah, you uh, are. You know, just do it. Doesn't matter how you feel, what you think, mate, you just get up, frock up, turn up and just do it. And now we met you probably a few years ago at a conference that we were both speaking at. Yeah. And you like live out, just do it. What happened at that conference, Ferial? <laughs> well, we were we were catching a uh, the plane home, weren't we, from yeah. Melbourne? Mm, yeah. We were at the Melbourne airport and um, and Nick was just telling us how much she doesn't like live videos. <laughs> She's like the quality of the videos and this and that. And me and Miriam have been doing live videos for a while now. And so we we're just sitting around. Just having, I think we're having a bit of a wine as well. And I was just like listening to her saying she doesn't like it. And I'm like, Nick, I know exactly what they we should do. made me go live <laughs> and I was trashed. And, and I didn't even give her an option. I was like, Nick, we're live. We're <laughs> yeah, I and know. it was so much fun. And then I think we also decided to just do our own little podcast we recorded then. a podcast yeah. at the airport. You yeah. know, back in, like, back in the day, yeah. we've just come so far in like, what, six months. Now, yeah. we're, doing, so like, now we're here for real. We're doing podcast. both at the same time, yeah. playing them both at the same time. I mean, that's, that's working smarter, oh, yeah. not harder, yeah? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now, tell us what you've been up to. Wow. I have just finished my second book. Um, We have just opened pre-launch for my second book called Your Life, Your Masterpiece. And, you know, this is... um, I turned 40 this year, so I recently just Happy had... Birthday. Thank you, thank you. I'm celebrating all year. We'll, we'll keep that up um, <laughs> afterwards. Um, but I basically am signing off 40 years of experience, of learning, of aha moments in this book. So there's a lot of my journey, a lot of my learnings, um, and a lot of the strategies that I use to actually bring myself back from rock bottom twice over wow. to being where I am today, thriving and you know just really, really living a vibrant, colourful life. So it's uh, yeah, we just pre we just opened pre-launch. We launched it at my fortieth because that's the way mm-hmm. Nick Henry Jones does stuff. Uh, these girls were there to help me celebrate. Yes, uh, and yeah, basically this is basically going to be out on the twenty third of May, so the day that I turn forty. Uh, so the book is all about intention. It's all about authenticity and positioning, and it really is. Um, it's just a call to create. You know, to not be stuck with what's in front of you, um, to yeah. not be stuck in default, but just go. You know what? I've been created to live, yeah. not just survive. And I've been created to thrive. And so I use a lot of analogies in this book. One of them is one of my very favourite things, cheese platters. Oh, yes. Cheese platters. We love cheese platters. Your cheese platters. Yeah. My cheese platters are a masterpiece. And so they actually are the analogy that I use for thriving in my book. So, you know, if you just chuck everything on that cheese platter, it loses its boldness it loses its wow factor Mm. um but if we just get really intentional about what we put on what we don't put on how we color it up foundations we use all those kinds of things then it becomes a masterpiece and so that is the foundation of um thriving and i'm so so excited to talk about cheese platters in my book and you'll get hints and tips on how to build incredible cheese platters too I awesome. know at your 40th, all I did was just hang out at the cheese platter. <laughs> yeah. And this is not an ordinary cheese platter. This had everything on it was there. Che- yeah, but but it, it didn't at the same time. Like yeah. it was very much themed and very oh, much yes. purpose-driven and very much, um, yeah, like I, t- I took a lot of time to build it and prepare it and create that masterpiece. Yeah. And I got very intentional about what I bought and what I didn't. So you just let us know about how crazy your day was. How did you fit in time to write your second book? You know, I uh, 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I prioritise development time for me. You oh, know, yes. like we obviously are around a marketing company and I do a lot of things for other people, but... In, at five to seven in the morning, unless I've got something really urgent coming up, five to seven in the morning and after 8pm at night is my development time. Right, awesome. So that is when I go, no, I've done my client work for the day. It's important that I now develop what's in front of me. Yeah. So that I guess that's how I do it. Um, and yeah, look, it's just been a very easy book to write. Um, yeah. It's my journey and it's kind of me journaling away the last 40 years and then just educating and helping other people inspiring them to be living their best so i'm so excited about this yeah so are Um, we we can't wait yeah it's just it's it's been a huge huge um it was hard to finish it because i just kept having so many aha moments right um so there will be another one of course in fact i've already started book number three it's got nothing to do with this but it you know i've got them sitting in my G drive, you know, kind of waiting for yeah that development that time. That is awesome. Now tell us about your marketing and business journey. How did it all start for you? Yeah, I, in uh, 2010, I had uh, twin babies that were nine months old. And, you know, I was pretty bored. I mean, you know, <laughs> twins, easy man, easy. Like I was <laughs> bored, clearly. Um, I have never been a cupcake, mother's group kind of person. I hear you. I hear you. I cannot yes, that do. that is us. You know, and I've had to I've had to let that go as that's the perfect mother thing. Yeah. There's that's nothing not, wrong with that's that. That's not Nick Henry Jones. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, I had written, a, uh, sorry, I had run a couple of uh, home-based businesses around the hobbies that I had at the time. Made no money. My accountant would mm. be absolutely you know, like, mate, just can that business try something else? <laughs> but I learned so many lessons about business and I put all of that experience into what I do today. Yeah. Uh, and so I saw a need. It was uh, in 2010, it was just as brands were starting to engage with Facebook. And I could see on there, I put one of my hobby businesses on there and I could actually see how face utilising Facebook and social media was actually growing that brand. Mm. And then I could see all these businesses doing a really horrible job of using Facebook like mate it was nothing like it is these days so I thought you know what I'm going to go on and I'm going to learn some stuff about Facebook and then I started to just create some graphic designy kind of things we had the welcome pages back then so I was designing welcome pages those days yeah Um, I don't even remember yeah and then I started to I just thought you know what I need to educate people on how to use this platform now I did not go to university I'm completely self-taught but we love self-taught people. Yeah. They absolutely. are the best. Absolutely. Yeah. Real you life. Know. The school of hard knocks. <laughs> absolutely. And so I um, I just thought, you know, I'm going to get on. I'm going to schedule some webinars and I'm going to teach these business owners how to use Facebook for business. Now, yeah. I did um, monthly webinars for about 12 months and I had 94 people from across the country wow. on my third webinar. Now, I was sick as a dog at the time, <laughs> really sick. I had my twins. I put oh, them to bed at 7 oh p.m. at night. I would go to bed for 45 minutes to just recoup and get some energy back and um, just, you know, get ready to be vibrant and pretend I'm not sick uh, on, a, on a webinar at 8 p.m. Do my one hour of Facebook's the key and rah, 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 you've got to do this. And, and, you know, I just really, every single webinar that I did, I had clients the next day. Wow. So we just started, you know, I've just learnt. I've just learnt. Um, I'm a very creative person. I pick things up very easily. Um, and, yeah, like, you know, I would, would not have ever, ever imagined that the way my business is today 
um, would have actually been the way it would be. Like, you know, it looks nothing to um, to what it was back then. And we've just grown over time and evolved and, yeah, it's been incredible. So is that how you got your first few clients was a webinar, was it? Yeah, yeah. So, so do, you, do you still do webinars? I still do webinars. I haven't yeah. done them for a little while because yeah. we've been flat out, clearly, other things on. <laughs> um, but uh, – and I've been doing a lot more face-to-face as well. Mm. But our webinars are so key, you know, because people can tap in and listen to you from anywhere in the country. They don't have to necessarily be in your office. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how my business was and started. And you've spoken at oh, – well, this might be one of your – you've spoken at a few – events is that yeah. right or yeah you, you so know. I do um I do you know for me um my unqualified career has you know one of my passions is that I'm I'm passionate about educating and unlocking things in people and I think if people can have a bit of an understanding as to why it's important to market and what's available to them they can make better decisions about their business um people come to us and they're like I don't want to spend the money Nick I don't have the time and I'm like well you obviously don't understand the core of marketing so for me it's been really important in my journey to um also create space for people to actually learn about the importance of marketing and be able to then go and make their own decisions they'll either call me or someone else or do it themselves that's not where I head um it's just really important for me to educate people and so they can make better decisions so I do a lot of my own workshops a lot of my own webinars um but I also speak at conferences and events and other people's workshops last year was a huge year I did 40 events last year so I got to the end of the year and I was pretty tired and a little sick um little just a little (laughs) and then just had to launch a book as well and then I just had a book to finish but you (laughs) know that's cool you can pretty much write from bed you know like um yeah so no it's uh, been an amazing journey and we love I absolutely love self-made entrepreneurs I class myself one it's interesting I bonded with you when you shared the story about um, starting your business with babies like that's exactly what I did as well and I I don't know what happens but you just feel the need to create something so tell us about we're gonna tell us about some of your business highs that you've had was there anything in particular or would you go one day you go aha I've made it like what what are your some of your wins that you've had I reckon there's a lot of moments and, you know, I'm pretty reflective mm-hmm. and that's I think that's the beauty behind something like this is that because I've reflected on the highs and the lows of my journey, I've been able to pull them together into something that's quite unique. Um, but I have moments, you know, where I'll be, I'll be going to speak at a conference and it'll be like, wow. Like they told me I wasn't good enough to speak at that conference or they didn't believe in me back in the day. But wow, I'm actually honouring and living out all of my passions. So I have moments where I just, I'm blown away. And sometimes I go to bed at night and I'm just like, wow, just so mind blown that I live this life and I get to do these things. Um, Being able to speak... You know, I can do workshops and webinars and stuff like that, but actually being able to speak into industries and and that kind of thing has really been a career high. Um, You know, I've had probably three or four conferences in the last few years that have been industry level and I've been able to go in and create change and empower them and encourage them. So that was pretty cool. Um, I did, I was, one of my corporate clients was based in Melbourne and they were hosting an international conference with 600 international delegates and I was working with the National Comms and Marketing Manager 
manager as support at the time. So I went to Melbourne and I basically covered that entire event on social media. Awesome. So we had the conference, we had the trade shows, we had, you know, machinery and 300 tonnes of, you know, roadwork machinery in this the Melbourne Convention Centre and I was taking photos and videos and covering all of that, all the sessions uh, and then all of the social functions at night. It was just incredible to be part of something that big. Um, so that was definitely um, a career high. I just love it that I can honour all of my passions in my business. And I think for us, you know, who work for ourselves and create our own, you know, we carve our own paths. We have that unique opportunity to align everything with our passions. And so I'm living my passions all the time. So I feel like I really am living, um, you know, just just living the dream. Next, Yeah, next month um, I have, I'm speaking at the South Australian State Tourism Conference Mm -hmm. here. So that is a goal five years in the making. So I'm so excited about it that so yeah lots and lots of highs just they keep unfolding and we know I guess with the entrepreneurial journey you have your highs and then you have your lows and then you have your highs again what have some what have been some of those lows and your learnings from those you know the first few years was really tough and I think a big part of it was my belief in myself was really lacking um I was you know married at the time things weren't going well and it really does have a huge effect on your, you know, your self-esteem and whether you believe that you're worthy um, for success or to even be doing something that you're not qualified to do. Like back then, that was quite a new thing. Um, but I can remember my first few workshops. I'd have people come up to me and, um, you know, that or they would, you know, kind of put their hand up and say something to try and put me off because it was like I didn't look old enough to, to know what I was talking about. And I probably radiated a little bit of lack of confidence as well, being so, I was sick, you know, and being so young and uh, a bit younger than what I am now. Um, But yeah, that was really, really hard. You know, it's really hard to be moving a business forward when there's things going on behind the scenes and your health is on the line and, um, you know, the belief in yourself to actually be able to achieve those things is really, really, it's a really hard battle. Um, I've been a little unwell over the years ended up with a lung condition um, as well. When I started my business, I was really crook. Um, but, you know, it's it's all of those things just they've actually moulded my business model Yeah. because I was recently, you know, earlier this year, a little bit unwell again. And, um, you know, I was resting up one day and I just had this realisation that my business model was actually created from a place of me being unwell, which means that because I work from home around my kids uh, most of the time that I can actually rest when I need to. Yeah. So it's, you know, those tough things actually do help mould the business model to something that works for you because your business model is not necessarily going to work for me and vice versa. Mm. Um, so that's, you know, that's been really, um, yeah, really, really good. But I, I just look back and, um, you know, I remember having people in my workshops. There was this one lady in particular and she was sitting up the back and she was not getting why social media was important. And I get that. Not everybody gets that social media is important. But she was just staring at me and really like just eyeballing me. And I'm, I could, you know, could feel the daggers nearly coming in my direction. And I'm just sitting there and I just had to get on with the day. And I went, you know what, that's cool. If you don't get it, that's okay. But I handed her my business card and I said, if you ever want to talk about it, call me. Let's have a coffee. Let's catch up. Mm-hmm. Three years later, so we're talking last year. I get this message on my Market Me page and she says, 
um, I was actually at, she didn't realise she was talking to me. She said, I was actually at one of Nick's workshops a few years back and I was the really difficult one in the corner <laughs> who didn't want to have a bar of, you know, and I was hating social media and I was hating the presentation and I was on my phone. And But she said, two years ago, I actually joined social media. Oh, and wow. she said, it actually changed my life. Wow. She said, I was, you know, I was recently diagnosed with autism and she said, I didn't realise how disconnected I was from mm. the world. Mm. So I'm having this conversation with this really difficult person from years back who was really difficult to deal with and all of a sudden her life is changed because she's just taken a step. So for me, they are the moments yeah. that, and you don't, you know, you never know who's in the room. That's the thing. Yeah. You never know who's in the room. Exactly. You just give me a flashback. One time I was doing a presentation to a group of mainly older men and there was an older male in there that just tried to throw me off with these ridiculous yep. questions. And it threw me off the first time, but then I went back to the same meeting and um, actually I realised he had no idea what he was talking about himself. Yep. And it's just one of those things where you just don't let those types of people rock what you're doing no. or rock that belief. So I can yep. totally relate to that, just believing in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I think just being really true to, you know, because I, I, I'm, I'm self-taught. Like yeah. for me, social media is about people and it's about communication. And so, you know, it's really just about focusing on those things. And, um, yeah, I'm just blown away by the stories. You know, never, ever look at difficulties. And, you know, there's just been for every difficulty, there's been a gold thread in my story, you know. And I pick up on that in my book so much because when I look back, everything moulds you. You know, it grows you, it challenges you. Yeah, been an amazing journey. I call it a silver lining, but I like gold thread better. I use both. I use both. Gold threads are the threads that, you know, kind of bring everything together over time. Silver yeah. linings. Uh, well, that didn't work out that way, but that's the silver lining. Well, so we use both. The golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. Golden nuggets. Mm, just popping yeah, out the golden yeah, nuggets like golden that. Golden nuggets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what what has helped get you through those difficult times? Yep. Um, quite a quite a few things, I guess. Um, really having the attitude that uh, my business can evolve is a good starting base because most people think this is the bit, you know, they get these business plans and these marketing plans written and they go, this is the way it's got to be. And when things don't go to plan, they get really, really frustrated. They go spend more money on stuff that's not going to work for them either. Um, When they just get so stuck in what they thought it was going to look like, when for me, it's really been about challenging what is the whole way, challenging what is to create something new um, and just allowing my business model to evolve. You know, um, yeah, and we're just about to, you know, kind of mix it up again and and take things in a different direction. But that is really key in this day and age. You know, we have to know how to how to do that. So what are you changing? What are you mixing up? What's going on? So I'm changing up the services. If there's services that I've said I would do that I don't like. Yeah. If there's something that I have to drag myself, you know those things you got to drag yourself out of bed. You go, <laughs> you go. I just hate. I cannot. I'm just. I'm procrastinating. No, I'm not procrastinating. Yes, I'm. Oh, what's on Facebook? You know, like yeah. if you're procrastinating about something, yeah. if you can move it along. Yeah. And so just really being really, really, you know, on the mark with what's not working in my. Every three months, I ask myself that question: What's yeah. not working? And just cut it out. Cut or it, what are you doing? Well, it's it depends on what it is. You know, you can find different ways to do things. There's always smarter ways to do things Um, or you can just you know if it's a service that you don't need to do maybe you can outsource it to somebody else or say well for this kind of thing I'm now sending the work 
in that direction. And I think, you know, we just have such an incredible tribe of business owners here in South Australia um, who we can actually do that with. You know, it's like none of us should be doing everything. We should be specialising in what it is we do and then passing it on to other people. So what services do you like? What are your favourites? Uh, we... We do a lot of social media stuff because that's very creative. Yeah. Um, I do like website design because yeah. I can be creative on their behalf. Yeah. It's one thing to have someone building a website for you. It's another another thing to have someone who is creative, who can actually put that creative license in on your behalf. I love doing the training stuff. I'm really passionate about people and I'm really passionate about training. Um, yeah, we write a lot of content. I just love chatting with people and championing champion championing them on um, because at the end of the day um, people matter people are behind every business yeah. and you know behind every business is someone's life goals hopes dreams um, yeah I just think it's yeah I that's think one of the I, things that I learned is we are a people business no matter yeah, what totally. business you're in it's people that's yeah. right and they relate to people yeah. not the business logo it's no. all people I remember being at uh, Nick's 40th I was blown away by the amount of people that would give you speeches at your mm, um, they were just yeah, lining they, up Everyone was just wanting to give a speech for you yeah. at your foot. And I was just blown away. I thought, wow, yeah. she's such a people person. Yeah. And that is so true for you. Well, I just think, you know, we got so technology driven years ago mm. that business and marketing has just gotten so digital that we've actually lost touch with the people factor behind it. And so a lot of the stuff that I speak about now when I go and speak about marketing is that, you know, bring back in the people factor. Because at the end of the day, everything comes back to people, customer service, marketing, business strategy. If you can come back to people and you can be really strong in the purpose that you have for that brand, then you're going to succeed. Because, and you know, I do life with my clients. I've had clients for eight years, you know, like I've had, we just do life. You know, you know what it's like. Like oh, yeah. we just do life and they may go and do their own thing for, for a few years, but they come back. They're like, I always come back to you, Nick. So we're in this for the long haul. Yep. Yeah. And what have you learned about yourself throughout this entrepreneurial journey? Wow. <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> that there is nothing I can't do. Yeah. Basically, awesome. like you can just be unstoppable. And, it, you know, it's only been in the last couple of years. I came out of another really difficult situation in 2016. And I just decided that I was just going to go for it. And, you know, I wasn't a people person at that point. I was so scared to get back out there. Complete opposite to who I am, clearly. Yeah. Um, but I just had to be brave. You know, it's not about what we feel. It's not about what's in front of us. Um, I just had to come to the realisation and my confidence has been built over time, um, you know, to say there is absolutely nothing that I can't do. Um, the other thing I've done is I've really fine-tuned my personal vision. You know, I really took the time and I've thrown dirt at these kind of people. You know, those kind of people who go, I'm going to go find myself. <laughs> do you not just want to throw a coffee cup at them and go, just go and find yourself. Just please do it, you know, for all their benefit. I actually kind of I did that a little bit. Um, don't throw anything at me. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> But I actually went, okay, well, who is Nick Jones? Where did you do that? Was it in Tasmania? Or was no, it man. <laughs> no, Adelaide Hills, of course. Oh, okay. No, no, I didn't have to go anywhere. That's the thing because all the answers are on the inside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they were already there. I just had to figure out who Nick Jones was before the pain, before the difficult seasons. 
Why have I been put here? What is my purpose in life? And so I've been able to get really, really clear on my personal vision, which is to unlock potential. And I get to do that in my business. Like, you know, it aligns with my business. It aligns with my books. It aligns with everything that I do. Um, And that was really powerful because I now have the ability to say, no, that doesn't align or yes, it does. Mm. And what words of wisdom, entrepreneurial wisdom, do you have to other um, people that are starting their journey out? What, yeah. what advice? Have I would say just be careful who you listen to. Mm. You know, when you're first starting out in business, and it could have just been me because I was completely unqualified. And I just, I just, you know, I actually held that against myself for a little while. I let that hold me back. Um, but now I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm grateful because it's just positioned me differently. Yeah. But be careful who you listen to. You know, I... My first few years, I, you know, the, the people that were closest to me were not supportive of my business um, and I, in the end, just went undercover for a few years and I thought, no, I'm just not going to tell everybody what I'm doing mm-hmm. and the results started to speak for themselves and these days people are just amazed. They're just like, wow. So be careful who you listen to. Um, learn and then earn is another really, really important uh, key. Uh, you know, the best project that we can actually work on is us. And we, our business is kind of, if if we're the main person behind the business, our business will only ever flow out of where we're at as a person. My vision, my energy, my drive, my ideas. You know, when you're tired and you're sick, you've got none of that. You're like, I'm just turning up to do what I have to. Um, But yeah, we function out of who we are at as people at any point. And so learning equals more money. You know, go do a course, go add a service to your offering, go and upskill yourself because it doesn't only give you services to add to what you offer, it also builds your confidence. Um, So learn, yeah, learn and then earn is a really, really key one. Awesome. And marketing is obviously a key passion of yours. Um, I know with myself when marketing it's a minefield. There is everything and anything I have to be doing. What advice do you have for um, a business owner around the marketing sphere? What should we be doing? Uh, I would say just have a plan. I'm not talking like we've thrown 20 page marketing plans out the window. I don't write them. Thank goodness. They're boring because they sit on a shelf. They don't get pulled out. They're not actionable and they don't evolve. Um, I would just say Figure out where your target market is. Make sure that your branding and your offering, your website, your digital presence is really on point. Um, it's got to be modern. It's got to connect in with the you know the current trends. Doesn't mean you need a new website every year. It does mean it does need to be updated though, because um, you can tell when there's a website that they still got copyright 2010 written down the bottom. You're like, man, that hasn't been touched in nine years. Um, But yeah, just, um, and then, you know, once you've identified who your target market is, just find a few places where they're going to hang out and just do those few things well. You know, there are over 300 social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Just pick two and do them well. And when you're confident that you're doing them well, you might want to add another one in. Um, I, I just don't think that there's any benefit for business owners wasting time on social media. Just pick a few and do them well. Uh, The other thing we say to people is um, plan out your year in three-month segments. So plan out a quarter at a time and just get really good at integrating. And I have a really good Google Doc planner. I call it my mapping tool. Um, If anybody wants a copy of it, it's it's, it's a glorified spreadsheet, 
but it actually just has everything on there that you need for that three-month period. And just keep it simple, like keep it simple and fun and creative and relevant. So is that like content? Are you have like content yep. that you're going to, yeah, yep. like photos, videos, posts? Yep. Yeah. What should I be posting? Um, <laughs> or not what? Not me specifically, but yep. what do we post? All the normal stuff, right? We've all kind of talked about marketing before, but all the normal stuff, but more so the storytelling side of it. You know, the stuff that's happening in your brand now, the fact that we are here, um, the fact that we are having lunch together, the fact that we are at a conference together, um, what's happening in your team, you know, bring the people factor in, you know, introduce your team members on your Facebook pages um, and make sure that you just build vision in your posts. So it might be, you know, we're, we're way past the, I'm Nick Jones, I run a marketing company, call me, we're way past that. But I can engage people even in the vision of the fact that there's a person behind a business, you know, that's enough for people to go, I actually want that. I want that support. Um, but yeah, just in, engaging people in the journey. I always think of um, the wineries. They go out and they show how the grapes are growing and what vintage looks like. And they actually show people the journey and people love that. Um, you know, just story tell the brand what's happening today in your business that you can actually share with other people. And how often do we post? Uh, that's a really, I'm asking that that's a tough really good question. question. Yeah. That is a, you are asking a tough question. Um, I would say uh, at least once a day, six days a week. And is this because I is this on our businesses as well as, as well as our personal? Because mine's fairly integrated. So is this yep. on business page once a day, six times a, six times a week? Is that right? Well, you're a little unique because you actually nail it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> because you are, you know, you're sharing the journey. You're the person behind the brand. You are the brand, and so. You're actually marketing by showing people all the cool things you're doing. In fact, I'm just so jealous sometimes. <laughs> Sitting at home with the kids going, Miriam, how do you have the energy to go boxing? And now you're in the city and then you're on a podcast. Oh, look, you're in Brisbane now. It's yeah. just like, um, but, you know, you're engaged. People connect with you. Um, and it doesn't mean you do all the work because we know you have a team. But um, but you're actually sharing the journey. And so if, if people can share that kind of journey but on their business pages and, and the day-to-day -day stuff, like just get good at identifying what can be shared yeah you know and there's no excuse because I'm an accountant possibly the most boring thing ever and still managed to find some fun and the stories behind how I've helped clients yeah. um, so I think that's just really important is yeah. find those stories find those people yeah um, and avoid that technical really yeah that yeah. technical side because you don't need to actually say I'm an accountant mm. and you can you know and you are a damn good accountant oh, yeah. I mean <laughs> I can vouch for you because I've actually used you now oh, and you have rocked my world yeah. full stop yeah. <laughs> um, and, and literally like thousands of dollars in savings and just set me up as a single parent as well as a business owner for um, yeah just I, I actually uh, enjoy getting into my zero file. I'm just like, Miriam's been in there. Um, but, you know, you're a good accountant, but people connect with people. Yeah. And, you know, you're sharing the stories over, I'm an accountant, call me. Yeah. Like we're way beyond that. 
It's yeah. about how you get creative about doing that. Do you know what I mean? That's right. And so in Unwind Holidays, we love to share food. And I remember we were at a restaurant one time eating food and I was taking these photos and then I was posting them and then Nick just comes along, takes these incredible photos, like yeah. different angles, like like all of this stuff. She posts them and I just was so embarrassed. I'm like, my posts are terrible. What is your, what's your art to taking yeah. photos? What's, what's on your the, secret to food photos? Know your phone camera really, really well. Okay. Right. Wait, do you have an iPhone? No, what type no. Of phone iPhones and I don't get on. Oh, okay. Like we have never oh. ever gotten on. This is an Oppo. Am I allowed to say that publicly? Uh, not sure. <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> so Oppo is kind of like a. Um, they're kind of like a similar similar to Samsung, but they're like the no brander of. But oh. there is a twenty two megapixel camera on this phone so i can take professional photos and videos on this phone and i took a video the other day of my kids doing a an easter thing in my front garden and it i was shaking for some reason probably not enough coffee or something um too much one or the other um but it when i actually watched the video back i thought wow that's incredible it was like i had a drone it was just so smooth and so you know don't be scared like the the days of like really expensive video is it's over like use yeah. your phone um and just get to know it and i do like a good blur in my photos yeah, if you haven't noticed like just really coming down and just you know getting really close and just really zooming in on something and then having the blur i also have a good app actually one of my favorite apps is called airbrush oh, oh airbrush. We know about airbrush. <laughs> okay good so airbrush i was out with one of my corporate clients the other day and we needed a photo of our new staff member mm. so i said cool let's go do a photo shoot in this street somewhere we were you know down in near china I'm like, I'm just going to host a business photo shoot in this random street in the middle of Adelaide on my phone, right? <laughs> and then we had this like background. It was like there was a tree. You need green, right? That's one of the good one of the good Ooh, hints oh, and okay. tips. Yeah, if there's green, got green, yeah, if you actually make sure there's green in the photo, it actually balances out a lot of the colour. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, green. I've unintentionally done that. So use make sure there's green, a plant behind you or a tree or something oh. like that. It works it. for me anyway. It's probably not. It's an unwritten rule. <laughs> yeah. That's a Nick Henry Jones <laughs> rule. School um, of life rule. But I took this photo of this. We were, you know, doing this massive photo shoot in the middle of Chinatown. And I just sat there while I was having my wine with the team and I blurred out the background. Uh, and we put it up and it looked like super, fr- yeah, super oh, professional. Okay. And it's like, Nick, you're amazing. <laughs> like <laughs> tools, the tools, man. We, we use it more to like. Yeah, I know. I can understand. To, yeah. to make our faces look a bit normal. Well, you I'm, can do that I'm too. May or may not use it. I'm not saying. But yeah. But I love it for the blur because I take photos oh, of my okay. kids in my house sometimes as well. And I'm like, my house is normally clean. <laughs> but I don't necessarily want everyone seeing what's on my shelf. Not that there's oh, anything bad. Okay. It's like Soda Stream and <laughs> Nurofen. That is an amazing tip. Yeah. 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 But blur. you can actually just blur it out a little bit. And that's really, really good. Oh, love it. That's cool. So yeah. do you like Facebook versus Instagram? Which one do you prefer? You know, they're both different. I yeah. think you can achieve different things on different platforms. Instagram, I reckon I like Insta though because it's it's just a lot simpler. It's just video and just image. Right. Um, and, you know, we can find that we've, we do a lot of tourism stuff and we find a lot of user-generated content on Instagram. Right. Um, Facebook, yeah, Facebook will always be Facebook, I reckon. Mm. But I do, they would be my two favourite platforms for sure. Yeah, what about you, Mim? What do you like, Facebook versus Instagram? I seem to still get more engagement on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but I personally like just scrolling through Instagram. 
Um, I'm actually trying to really limit my socials right now. No. Um, what do you mean by limit? Like I was listening to a millionaire productivity workshop um, and he was just basically saying get off We've of all been social. There. Like stop posting or stop looking? Just stop looking. Um, oh, okay. So, so you're not going to lessen your post? No, no. I'm still posting myself. Just the time that I'm, you allocate and you get off and do other yeah, things. Cause yeah, because if you have a look at my um, history of how much I'm on it, it was too much. So, yeah. And I'll just tell you now, Miriam is like never on it. <laughs> so if she's saying she's too, too much, much really? I need to probably now audit my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I turn my notifications, my Facebook notifications. I actually just log out on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Because people think you're on there to chat. Yes. And you get all these chat requests. I'm like, guys, I'm working. Yeah, I know. I'm not on here to chat. And so um, I sign myself off Facebook and yeah. I only log in. I've even been trying to log in. I mean, there's times when I'm on more. Um, obviously the book launch in the 40th we were on for a whole week straight Um, but there's times when I I won't even log in at night I'll just leave it till the next day and like if people really need me they know how to get me so I still get messenger on my phone but I don't always read them straight away yeah Um, but yeah Instagram I mean we manage a lot of profiles so what is your secret productivity hack that you have how do you get so much stuff done? Secret productivity hack. You know, I came up with a really good one the other day and I forgot it. I should have written it. <laughs> I should have written it down. Um, bulk things up. Like, you know, do your content in bulk. So okay. I say to clients, can you give me the next three topics for your blog posts? Because we want to write them all at once. Because then they're done. You know, yeah. they're done for the three-month period. Um you know, also uh, getting obviously the hardest thing done in the morning out of the way. You know, they've, they've talked about that a lot. Eat um, that frog. Yeah. Eat that frog. Just just get it done. Just get mm-hmm. it done. Um, yeah, I and I just do, you know, I have twins. Obviously got twin boys. And um, How old are they now? They're nearly 10. Oh, wow. They're nearly 10, yeah. And how old's your oldest? My daughter's 13. 13. So, yeah, we have a very vibrant household, which is amazing. Mm. A little bit too much energy. No, but, not enough. But someone <laughs> With mum as well, I so know. energetic. Someone turned around and said, what do you expect? Yeah. Like, they're your kids, you know. You, what are you modelling, you know? I'm like, oops. Um, but, you know, I just start to do things, at, to, at, you know, at, at double. So I'll cook a meal and I'll cook double and I'll freeze it. I will, um, or triple, if it's spaghetti bolognese. Man, the kids don't know it's been in there for three months. They, you pull it out and it's perfect. The pasta's fresh. I bought it last week. It's all good. Um, but, you know, just doing things double. So if I've got to go and get chicken feed from my law, for example, I'll go and buy three. Yeah. So that it just sits out chicken the back. Chicken feed? Chicken feed. Got? I've got four chicklets. What? We've got four chickens. Awesome. Yeah, we do. You don't need anything else. Yeah, I am. Farmer Nick. <laughs> do you have any other animals? Uh, no. Garden? <laughs> I do have a garden, but I'm not a gardener. Yeah. My dad's, yeah, he comes down and fixes stuff. Oh, yeah, because you're from the farm, is that right? Or from no, the country? No, no, I'm from, I grew up in central Queensland, so I'm, I it's am a country girl. And the pill. That's where the skill of the pill yeah. comes from. Um, <laughs> but, awesome. yeah, I, um, but, yeah, no, I'm not. But, yeah, just, just um, thinking of what you can do to plan ahead as well like there's nothing worse than getting up in the morning and, and kids going mum we've got dress up day today oh, yeah. so everything goes in my diary absolutely what everything what do you use for your diary um, I've just got the Google yeah. um, the Google one but I also use an app called Wonder List oh yeah and yeah. Wonder List like, you know you know when you go to Kmart or of course Kmart mums you go to Kmart <laughs> every um, day <laughs> you go to Kmart and you're like now what did I need in Kmart I can't remember like I cannot 
trust my brain yeah. to tell me what I need in Kmart when I get there. Yeah. So I have a list for Kmart, Bunnings, Costco, oh, Chemist, that's a good idea. Coles, um, and then I just have to dos. You know, if if I'm if I've got a lot on, I'll just put all my to dos in that list and I'll yeah. just tick them off as I go. Yeah. That's good. So Love that it. becomes you know it just gets it out of your head and onto you know there's no point writing notes because I just I leave without my notes, mm. but you never leave without your phone. Yeah, that's right. Very that's rarely. It. That's good. So what is next for you? Yeah, so, um, wow, we <laughs> we um, are basically going to be pushing out the Your Life, Your Masterpiece brand. We've actually called it a movement because I actually think it's a little bit bigger than the book. Yeah. So we're launching, uh, the book is now open for pre-launch. If you go to yourlifeyourmasterpiece.com, you can actually secure your copies of the book at cheaper prices. Awesome. So you can do that. The 23rd of May is my 40th birthday. So that is the day that the books are officially out. Yeah. So they'll all be posted on that day. And what um, are we doing on that day? How on that are we day, partying? what are we doing? We haven't discussed that yet. Oh, we're going to party for I sure. Did, I did. Carry. Okay. I think, I think <laughs> we'll just sing. pick a venue. Yeah. I think we'll just pick a karaoke venue. <laughs> And we will. Anyone who says, "What are we doing, Nick?" Because I have a few people that have gone. What are you going to do? So I think if we go, because we're not going to fit them all in my house. Like I'm not going to fit another hundred people for a party number two in my house. So I think we'll just do that. I think we'll just pick a karaoke venue. We'll say we'll be there seven o'clock. Join us. Yeah. Well, at midnight, everyone (laughs) is going to know. Call me. (laughs) What what date? What date? I'm not saying. It's on May the twenty. So the twenty third of May. Twenty third of May. City. Um. The other thing that we are doing is uh, I've actually or we're in the process of putting that book into a facilitator uh, program because I actually want a hundred people from across the country to pick this book up and educate other people and unlock things in their areas of influence. Great. So we are, uh, my mum and I make an incredible team. Ooh, uh, we are in the process of breaking down the book into that facilitator manual. So people like coaches, counsellors, church groups, anyone who deals with women, even men, it's not really a girl. I mean, it's a girly thing, but anyone's yeah. life can be changed by reading this book. Um, and so, you know, you can actually sit with people, even coaches one-on-one. Anybody can pick that, that program up and run with it and roll it out in their area of influence. So Love we're looking it. for a hundred people. So if you're one of those, call me. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Call Insta- you or Instagram message okay, you. Um, probably just yeah, DM just me. Whatever. Is where fine. do we? Where do we find? Where so do you can find, find me um, on Facebook. My page is Nick Henry Jones. Um, you can come and connect with me on there. Like that page. We will be pushing out our Facebook. Um, you know, information through there. Also, yeah. Nick Henry Jones on Instagram, so you yeah. can um, message me there as well. Uh, in September, we are going to do um, a national tour, so I'm looking at five to six states at the moment. On wow. those days, we will do a cheese platter, yes. a full day workshop. We're going to do a cheese platter workshop. Sign me up. Yeah. You're coming so for good. the whole six days. Yeah, you guys, we're, aren't we're you? going on tour. We're with going you. together. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and so we're going to be doing that. We're going to do like these platters and just teach them how to. You know, use that as an analogy to thrive, how to find your thrive and how to keep it. Uh, I'm going to talk about intention as well because that's what this book is all about, but it's all tied in. Uh, so there's that. And, yeah, basically I'm just going to enjoy my 40th year. Yeah. You are a powerhouse. Thank you, Nick, for coming on the show. Any yes. last words, Ferial? Or, you know what, you're just, the whole motto, just do it, that just is you. You're just constantly doing something. Yeah. Um, you're bringing it, you, you make it better than what I ever thought it could be. So you are amazing. Thank you. Yes. Mm. And, you know, you're one of those types of people that you came into our life 
for a reason. Yeah, yeah. totally. And this totally. is a season. I could relate to yeah. so many things that you said yeah. there. Yeah. And yeah, just giving us so much inspiration to smash it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting emotional here. <laughs> um, it's okay, don't cry. Just buy the book. You'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> to live the cool. to live the dream and yeah. make your life your masterpiece. And we've yeah. got a hashtag here, Y L Y M. Yes. A true marketer yeah. hashtag. And you have to have that hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. And your final you, you're ending the show. What have you? What's your final words for everyone? I just wanted to just say, just go do it. Mm. You know, like let's just create a masterpiece out of our lives, out of our businesses. Love you it. know, like challenge it, challenge what is, create something new, change it up, just get excited about it, color up your world with incredible people, um, with all your favorite things, and just live. You know, there is such a, the generation out there that's really struggling to just live mm. and smile and truly authentically thrive love it so let's just make the absolute most of this life we've been given ditch default and get intentional and create a masterpiece that we can absolutely embrace and enjoy the journey of yeah love it thank you so much well done all right we'll see you next week all right bye see ya Thanks for listening to our podcast. We are getting awesome feedback from our viewers and listeners and we want to hear from you. What was your key takeaway, your lessons learned, something you can relate to or your aha moment and share it on our Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our sisterthatslay.com.au website to see what we've been up to. This podcast has been brought to you by Miriam's business, Fab Tax Accountants. We make your life easier, keep your books clean, and accounting and tax can even be fun so you can love your numbers.